and welcome. My name is Sam and I'm an unapologetically positive, purple loving, crazy guinea pig lady who loves to chat all things content marketing, social media and mindset. This is the Squeak and Shout show and here you'll be motivated to show up, take action and be confident in building and scaling the creative business of your dreams. I'm so excited you're here and I'm so grateful to be supporting you on your journey with every single episode. If you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's jump into this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to another podcast episode. It's Sam, hi. Um, and this is part two to the last episode. So I'm filming this straight after so my voice is still a little bit funny. Apologies, but like I say, the importance of staying consistent and helping you guys out is what fuels me. So despite being ill, I'm still showing up. So now I actually have a voice because when I don't have a voice, obviously I physically can't. I would love to just sit and talk to you with no voice, but not physically possible. So part two, we are talking all about the advantages of being niche and being very, very targeted within your business. So if you missed the last episode, which was really like why not being niche hurts your business um, and why and how you can basically be niche. Um, But this one is going to be the advantages of being niche, being very targeted in your business um, and ultimately how it helps you sell more in the long run. So like I say, being niche. I'm going to say niche again just because I'm a Brit, but to clarify, it can also be called a niche. Um, so most Etsy sellers start off with, let, I'll call it a hobby business in a sense that you have probably learned a skill, you have something that you love doing um, and what you want to do is basically earn some money off this skill because probably a lot of people have said, oh my God, you can sell that on Etsy, like it would be amazing, you could make some money um, and you've gone to do that and you're kind of not, you've not sold any, maybe you've heard some crickets um, and that's because there's a lot more to selling on Etsy than a lot of people think, which is why only like the top eight, ten percent are Etsy top sellers. Um, and certainly once you reach your first 1000 sales, you can call yourself an Etsy top seller because so many people give up before they get there. Um, so if you're already there, congratulations and give yourself a pat on the back. Um, but also if you're not there, don't worry, because today is going to get you on the way to help you. So it's a really, really common mistake. Like I say, lots of Etsy sellers do this in a sense of they create a wide variety of products. They create a lot of different products um, in the hope that they will appeal to more people. They'll appeal to more visitors, more people searching on Etsy will find them um, and hopefully buy a product from them. Um, And this is why I also don't like when people say, Um, having a shop with 100 listings is the optimum for search engine optimization. Now, I will be going into search engine optimization on this podcast in depth in the future, so keep on listening and subscribing if you haven't already. Um, But this kind of myth, well, it's a part myth and it's part not. Yes, having more listings gives you more opportunity to be found on Etsy. That is a fact. However, if you are just trying to sell anything, if you're just trying to create anything in the hope that someone searches for it and finds it, that's not going to work because you'll actually hurt yourself rather than help yourself. So um, 
the reverse is true. Rather than trying to create lots and lots of different products um, in the hope that you'll appeal to more people, you need to actually be very, very limited in what you sell um, and be very, very specific with who you're selling it to and why people should buy it. Because ultimately, this is how you grow a profitable business and a sustainable business long term. So why is this possible? Number one, if you have a niche, if you have a very, very specific thing with what you help with, it not only frees up your mental capacity um, by focusing on one thing, but it's also much easier to get noticed because you only do that one thing. So because not only do you have the mental power and you're just focusing on one thing, because then you're doing a lot with a little, you're much easier stand out. So think of, again, who you've bought from recently. Why did you buy from them? Um, you can use the grocery store for, a, a, again, a really, really good example of this. Like, uh, why am I gonna buy, um, let's say, what's a really, really good example right now? Um, let's talk about someone like Bold. I'm pretty, Bold is definitely a UK brand. I'm pretty sure it's universal though. Bold do washing machine, I'm still using the washing machine example, but Bold do washing, like clothes washing um, products. They might do dishwasher stuff, I can't remember, but definitely when I think of Bold, Bold in my head is specifically clothes washing products. Now, <clears throat> and specifically in my head, I think of nice smelling, I think of really easy to use, like I like I buy, this is why I'm using them as an example, I buy those little pods that you just take them out of the packet, throw it in, put your clothes in, done. Like for me, it's really, really simple. Are they the cheapest? No. Do Are they potentially the best smelling? Probably not. But they stand out to me because they have a nice fragrance, they're really, really easy to use. Um, and so bold, by just focusing on clothes washing, stand out for that one thing. If bold was suddenly to add, let's say, a packet of cheese to their repertoire of products, I'd be like, what the, mm, I'm not buying that cheese. Like, they specialise in washing powder and stuff. Why would I buy their cheese? Oh, it smells like lavender. No, 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 definitely not buying it. Um, so I want you to think of your Etsy shop as the same way. If you're selling key rings here and some sort of soap here, like how do those things intermink? Like maybe you're doing soap key rings. Maybe they have fragrance. Maybe they have like uh, artwork on it. That might be a way to tie it together. However, realistically, if I was selling soap, my logical product kind of brain would go to, well, I sell soap, maybe I want to sell shampoo bars or bath bombs or, you know, you want to stay within the same logical realm of the products that you create rather than just trying to create something for everyone. So that's the first thing. Stay specific, stay focused, don't be tempted to try and go off course. Shiny object syndrome is a very real thing okay do not get sucked into it stay specific stay targeted because ultimately that is how you grow a sustainable business do i sell now here's a great example i do have some i think i have four rabbit items in my shop on etsy 
this is not something I actively promote, it's not something I market, it's something that I actually just have on there to help sell for the local rescue. But ultimately, I don't create any other animal products. I stick to guinea pigs and I stick specifically to one type of kind of artwork, guinea pig style. Um, I stick to exactly what I focus on. I am not creating everything for everyone. Absolutely not. So stay in your lane, stay within your expertise, your niche, and that's how you will stand out. Next thing is do that niche and do it well. Not only will you get noticed by being very, very specific, but you'll also be able to stand out and be known by focusing on that one thing. If you do it well, you'll be the go-to person for that. You will get that bestseller badge on Etsy. You will potentially have people recommending you to go to your shop. You, by going, by being very, very focused, you get known as that, but also you get to own that niche. Like I am the guinea pig lady. Do I hide away from that? No. Do I shift away from that? No. You will even see I put this into my squeak and shout side of things. Like I am ultimately guinea pigs. Like I know guinea pigs. Um, and so by doing that, that is how you stand out. That's how you beat the competition because you stay in that one area of focus. Okay. Number three, having less products and a very limited product range now i'm gonna i'm gonna actually reverse here i'm not gonna say less products and i'm not gonna say limited but by having a very focused product range so go back to what i used as the example of the like um soap bars like ultimately you could move into shampoo bars and things but ultimately you there is enough to do with soaps that you could have a thriving business just doing soaps so by ultimately having a very focused product range it also helps you be more profitable. Like, if you stay doing one thing, you'll be able to buy materials in bigger bulk and therefore they'll be cheaper um, and all the other things that come in terms of economies of scale. You know, ultimately you can batch create things, you can create things quicker, you will get quicker just because you'll have a set way of doing things. Ultimately, if you keep doing the same thing, if you want to expand your business and bring someone in and train them and, and that, because it's a go-to product, it's something that you've done over and over again, it's easy enough to train someone. So focus, having a focused product range, and this is where you can have 100 products, sorry, you can have 100 listings on Etsy, and only have 20 products. It's very, very easy to do. Um, it's just knowing how to do it. So I'll do, I'll do a whole nother podcast episode on that in the future. So let me know, reach out to me on Instagram via DM if that's something that you're interested in me talking about in the future. But you can, like I'm gonna talk about this right now. I have, very specifically, I'm gonna have to count really, really quickly now, um, probably, five products i may have missed one but i think i have five different products that's it i have five different products that is it and i sell hundreds per month and i have five products and on it i'm gonna say it specifically so i i sell on etsy as i have my own website i also sell on amazon and ebay um i sell one product on amazon that's all I have, and I am a top seller on Amazon. Top 100 seller. So 
Again, you do not need to have more products. More products do not equal more sales. More products can actually reduce your number of sales because you're breaking yourself too thin, you're confusing people. If you confuse people, you'll lose people. That's a great quote from Donald Miller that I love. If you confuse, you lose. Being targeted, being known as specifically what you specialize in, that is how you become the go-to person. That's how you create a sustainable business. And it's ultimately how you help your business um, be future proof in terms of achieving greater profits per item and ultimately, like I say, training people and maximizing your potential in the future. Um, it's also easier to target your products if you're smaller and more defined. So again, I have one product that I, well, to be honest, all my products, but I have definitely one product that is not special to me. It's not in any way something that people can't do. I'm not the only one selling it. I mean, use a great example right now. I, I specialize in Etsy. I teach you guys on Etsy, but I'm open and I say, look, I sell on other places too. So Amazon, I am not the only person selling that product on Amazon. I'm not the cheapest person selling that product on Amazon. However, I stand out because of what it is that I'm communicating. I am communicating specifically who it's for, what it offers and why they should buy it. So that is why I'm able to sell something that is, I'm not the only one selling on Amazon. Um, and I sell lots and lots of it because I stand out against all the others. So this applies exactly the same to Etsy. I want you to, even if you're selling on eBay, you will know all these places, they are basically the same. It's just they sell to a different type of person. People like certain marketplaces more than others. So, um, you know, some people go to Etsy, some people go to Amazon, some people go to eBay. People, and ultimately, this is where pricing comes into it and all the rest of it, but we're, that is so much for another day. Um, so, BB, very, very targeted, helps you if you're smaller and helps you be more defined, helps you be very, very stand out, all those things. So going more into like the social media, the kind of customer element, being niche, being very, very targeted actually helps create loyal fans quicker and more of them. So I love, you've probably heard me say this before, but I love to say it in a sense of you do not need a lot of people to buy from you to be able to create a full-time sustainable business. You will have loyal fans and depending on the products that you create, like obviously this is where having a repeatable product or a regular purchase product is really, really good. But ultimately I have, and this is common knowledge within the industry, that you will probably have a thousand true fans, a thousand loyal fans. And ultimately, they are the ones that help you create a sustainable business. So these are the guys, and these, these might not even be people that buy from you. This is the great thing. They might be people who comment on every social media post. They might like every photo that you put on Instagram. They might comment, but it might actually share you with more people. So your loyal fans, whether they buy from you or not, and typically they tend to buy from you because they are a loyal fan, they are the ones that you need to focus on. They are the ones that create you a sustainable business. They are the ones that because you created a niche, you're very, very specific, they know that they belong within your tribe. You have specifically 
creating products for them, you create a whole social media feed for them. They are what ultimately is this like life force of your business. Now, yes, loyal fans will drop off. Like great example, my my obviously target audience, um, sadly, people skinny pigs pass away. Um, and maybe through a change of circumstance, they don't get any more. So that would mean probably that that loyal fan, although they would probably stay a loyal fan for a little bit longer, at some point would probably drop off. But because your social media and everything that you're doing is almost like an ecosystem, at some point, let's say if one drops off, another one will take their place. So you, by trying to appeal to everyone, you're not helping yourself, but also by trying to um, and I don't like to use this word, but basically thinking that everyone, like let's say you have 100 people on Instagram, not all 100 will buy from you. I know it's really like, this is where kind of you have to split the personal from the professional. As a human, we want everyone to like us. It's just a fact, okay? We're very, very selfish. We want everyone to think that we're amazing, to buy from us yada 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 but as a business you know that there are percentages that will buy from you so let's say 100 people on instagram probably you know you're doing really well if like 10 percent of those buy from you these are just very very common e-commerce statistics you know it's the same as thinking about search engine optimization again i will do a lot more on search engine optimization in the future which is basically um you know etsy is a search engine um, and things get shown in the search results based on what people search for and all the other things that get involved but by looking at your impressions or your views and thinking i had let's say a thousand impressions um a hundred people clicked my listing <clears throat> why didn't i get a hundred orders well that's never going to happen um and this is where you have to split the personal from the professional from a hundred visits if you get a hundred orders amazing but that's not going to happen so you can probably expect maybe anywhere between two and ten percent of those people so from a hundred people you'd probably get two to ten orders that's a really 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 good um kind of like what would like an actual conversion rate so i want you to get out of the thinking that everyone who's seeing your thing is going to buy it because they're not as soon as you start thinking okay how can i have more people see it so that more people can see it and my actual percentage can go up because more people are seeing it so therefore there's more people clicking on it therefore there's more people that are likely to buy it that is where the power comes in but that does not come from trying to please everyone that comes by being so specific so that you increase your percentages because ultimately people are like wow that's me i need to buy that okay so this is where a niche is so powerful and like i say your loyal fans ultimately help build your business i can probably on very very quickly on one on two hands tell you 10 people that ultimately have had a big part on how my business grew the way it did because they were customers they shouted me out to audiences that they had they told people they knew about me and that is how your business that snowball that starts really really small gets bigger and bigger and ultimately the loyal fans the people that help you grow are people that you need to constantly remember as well so I want to end this out by saying it's you can't please everyone you can't even if you try to you can't and so by doing so 
it really really hurts you so the advantages of having a niche are all of the things that I've discussed today but also that by having a niche you are ultimately the the be all and end all for the few that you are trying to cater to so stand out be confident in being very very specific and very targeted and let me know how you get on obviously as always implement what you have learned today um, and definitely this is like part two of last week's episode so if you haven't already go and check out that episode um but i can't wait to see the results that you are having by ditching the i need to please everyone mentality of i need to create products for everyone i just need to sell any products it's not healthy get out of that kind of scarcity mindset and go to i am going to be the best at providing x y z for x and i'm going to be that go-to person and that is what is going to create you a sustainable business and ultimately get you to your first 1000 sales on Etsy. So thank you very much for listening to this episode and of course I'll be back next week for another one. Bye! If you enjoyed this episode and you've been enjoying the podcast then please give us a rating on the Apple Podcast app. It not only lets me know that you are loving the the episodes and obviously to keep continuing the content but it also helps more people find the podcast which the more people find it the more I can create. So please Give us a review and a rating down there on the Apple Podcast app. I really, really appreciate it and thank you. Look forward to seeing you next week.